Hi, and welcome to my podcast, How Enslavement Was Justified in America During 1715 Until 1815. My name is Taylor Fritz, and I am a senior at SUNY Geneseo at the time that I'm creating this podcast. The purpose of this podcast is for my research assignment in my history class. I'm going to make the podcast into a series of about six podcasts. The way it will be organized is in is in like listing the wrongful and immoral justifications, quote unquote justifications, that were used by people in 1715 until 1815 to support enslavement. They will go in this order. So first, of course, this podcast, if you want to think of it as like an oral essay, if you will, uh, that makes this podcast the introduction. Um, and then my second podcast will discuss the justification that slavery is good for enslaved people. And then the third will discuss the use of an Enlightenment thinker's writings as justification for slavery because, you know, we are talking about the Enlightenment and post-Enlightenment period. And then the fourth argument will be that enslavement, the fourth argument that will be discussed, I mean, um, is that enslavement is natural. Then the fifth will discuss um, one argument that was primarily used by people who knew enslavement was wrong, but continued to use it anyway. And this was that enslavement would be too difficult to abolish due to its necessity to the country's economy. Then the very last podcast will be discussing and relating the issue of enslavement and the kinds of justifications that were used for it to the current injustices going on in today's world. And this will serve as a conclusion There are many parallels that can be made, and this is something I plan on doing in my conclusion. Um, Another logistical thing I want to discuss right now is I'm not sure exactly what my time limit is per episode on this application. Um, I haven't been able to find that. However, if, say, my podcast goes beyond the time limit, um, say I'm doing like an episode on um, the argument that was used for enslavement being that enslavement is natural, say I'm doing that episode right um and say I go over the time limit I will turn it into a part one and a part two so just be aware that it might not be a perfect six episodes even though that is my structure and my goal and then if you are just a random listener who stumbled upon my podcast welcome I hope you learn as much as I did from making this podcast and I hope that it is something you can enjoy listening to as well and hopefully you'll stick around for all of the episodes. I would really, really love and appreciate that. Um, As for my topic, I'm sure anyone listening to this would be like, why is this girl so interested in learning about the reasons that people like used to justify enslavement enslavement of people is a horrible disgusting thing why do why why do i care why should she care to know about why they did it it's wrong and that's all we need to know that's all we need to discuss however um i recognize that it's important to understand the motives um that came by these people because the reality is that you know like they weren't really monsters like they realistically speaking like they were people and um, of course this does not condone their behavior at all I mean enslavement is a horrible disgusting thing that just oh so many so many horrible things and that are involved in enslavement like the separation of families and all this other kind of stuff 
which I likely will end up discussing. Um, of course, it is a monstrous thing to do. It is. However, the people weren't monsters. They were people. And so are we, us today. And I believe, you know, people really are capable of horrible and monstrous things. And the only way we can prevent humans from doing horrible, monstrous things is to understand why they did it. It's almost like I'm going to relate my reason for doing this podcast to like, I don't know if you, the listener, has ever watched like a true crime series. They have a couple on Netflix, which are really good. I enjoy them a lot. Um, So I feel like I'm almost kind of viewing it like that when I'm discussing this topic. Um, It's like, well, why do you care that this person like murdered a bunch of people and like how he did it? Like, why is that interesting to you? It's not only just interesting, but it's just like you wonder why someone would do something like that. And what could drive a person to do something like that? And if we can understand that, hopefully we can, you know, make change and see stuff within ourselves. Um, In today's world, I mean, there are injustices going on every day. I mean, we know this. Everyone does. Um, So I guess what I'm trying to say is that's the only way to prevent it um, is by, you know, listening to the way these people were able to justify something so horrible something so dehumanizing i mean it's a it's just you know in in today's world i think a lot of people when you for example when you tell a child about slavery you know i'm an education major here at geneseo and you know when talking to children about enslavement they're just like why why would someone do that like like why it's so horrible like they're people they're not animals but yet that you know was one of the things that people thought back then that they that you know black people especially you know they thought they were less than human and so if we don't get behind okay well like what was their thought process how were they able to reconcile this within themselves like how were they able to make like like brainwash themselves into thinking this was okay um And I think it's partly interesting and partly something that's necessary for us to consider when talking about slavery, because like I said, I feel like I'm starting to tangent a little. I'm trying not to. Um, Of course, this is a free, free flowing um, conversation I'm kind of having with myself. But um, like I was saying, um, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. So what I was saying was that, like, you know, like, there are certain things in today's world that, like, people will justify because, well, we can't because of the economy. Like, yeah, I know this is horrible. Like, for example, like, poverty. I mean, obviously, this is going to be something I'm going to get to in the conclusion. But, like, I know that is a topic that comes up. Well, you know, the economy can't handle it as idealistic as that is. Well, I don't think it's realistic. Our economy would tank. And obviously, like, that's a horrible justification, especially if you know it's wrong. I mean, you're toying with the idea of, like, well, I know it's wrong, but we have to keep doing it. It's necessary evil. And that's just an example. Um, But, like, the fact that this can be paralleled, like, realistically, 100 years from now, I'm sure there's going to be something that we're doing today that people will be like, wow, those monsters in 2020, 
I can't believe they thought that. How did they think that? How did they realize, how did they not realize how wrong that was? And like, that's the reality. It, and it's kind of scary because, you know, you want to think that right now we're living in a world that is striving for justice and equality on all levels. But the reality is that maybe that's not it. And I think that's why we need to look within ourselves, look within our history. And that's the importance of my topic, because I know I feel like I'm like scared of making this my topic in the sense that I don't want it to sound like I'm like I'm saying these justifications. That's like my one fear with this podcast is that people don't understand like I'm talking about it historically. I'm not saying I'm justifying slavery. I mean, slavery is something that you cannot justify all the justifications I'm going to go through. I mean, they're not good. (laughs) They're just not based on much and they're easily refutable like none of these justifications were good justifications and we I think I mean I would hope we all know that today but I guess just what I'm saying is that you know this is a very sensitive topic I'm hoping that I can approach it in a way that is sensitive to the topic. I mean, enslavement is a horrible thing. And I just want to make that very clear that this is not me justifying it. I just want to talk about why people justified it. So that way we can um, make ourselves better people and recognize perhaps, you know, our own biases and the own, our own things that are happening today that maybe, you know, a hundred years from now, maybe we'll be called monsters for, um, because it's not that far off. In my conclusion, I'm going to be talking about um, the institutionalization of people in the United States. That's something that's been going on since about the early to mid-1800s, I would say, um, as far as I'm aware of right now. Um, So that's actually what I'm going to be making the biggest parallel to in my conclusion, is that to be really specific, uh, because if you think about it, like people are still institutionalized today lobotomies, although very rare, are still done today. So that is what I'm going to be talking about in my conclusion. I'm trying to not go too in-depth in my little introduction here, but I do just want to hint at that's kind of where I'm going with this um, to apply the, like, why is this important? Because I also feel like with, you know, with the topic of history, a lot of people don't, well, I don't want to say a lot of people. I would hope many people enjoy learning about history um I personally do but I know the people who are out there I've heard them say oh I don't like learning about history we're just learning about a bunch of dead people but to me um it's that you know we're learning about our past so that way maybe we can use the wrong things that have happened in our past to um, address problems in the future and in the present Um, So I guess that is my whole point with this to, you know, encourage other people to care about history who might not normally care about it. And I feel like this is a topic that can interest a bunch of people out there um, and educate a bunch of people as well, because I know this isn't really something um, that was taught to me in my time in the public school system, not even in high school. I mean, I do remember us being told that, like, you know, they thought of Um, Africans as being, you know, less than human. Um, Even if you were mixed, less than human. You didn't have the same human rights. And 
the idea of human rights at the time that I'm talking about, Enlightenment and post-Enlightenment, was something they were just beginning, kind of, (laughs) yeah, just about beginning to um, discuss and debate on. So um, I think it's pretty timely, um, and hopefully this is a topic that interests you. So if you want to know more, if you want to get inside the minds of um, everyday citizens in America, um, during the 1700s and 1800s, well, I guess stick around and hopefully you will be listening to me on my next episode. Um, so the next episode is going to be, um, talking about the justification, quote unquote, that, um, slavery is good for those who are enslaved. So, uh, stick around and that is my next podcast that will be coming up. All right. Goodbye.